Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I don't like it when people get involved in other people's business, when it's none of their concern. And I'm speaking of what happened to Anita Prantera of St. Catharines, Ontario. She's 29 years of age. She has multiple sclerosis, which qualifies Anita for a handicapped parking permit. But it isn't immediately obvious that she needs the permit when she gets out of her car, at least not all the time. And so well-meaning busybodies butt in. And I understand you see somebody get out of a vehicle, they park in a handicapped space, and they appear to be perfectly fine, and it makes you angry. And so you decide to do something about it, and you write a note, and you put it on the windshield. And you feel like you've done your civic duty. Well, in this case, whoever did it, to Anita, did not do their civic duty. In fact, they insulted her, and they caused... I would imagine, Anita, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to talk to us. Please tell me, what, what's your emotional reaction? We'll back up and, and talk about your, your, about your health and, 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 and what happened. But as you lifted that note off the windshield of your car, and you saw the note that was reprimanding you for having parked in the handicapped space, what was your immediate reaction to that? Shock. And then I started reading the note, and when I heard, read the note saying that I was lazy, that's when I became very emotional, because I hate that word. That's not a nice word. <laughs> do you have the, uh, do you still have the note? Yeah, I do. I did. I found it in my purse, and I still have it. And it's going up beside the newspaper article in the little frame saying, my 15 minutes of shame, my 15 minutes of shame turned into 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> so I'm looking at a photograph. I hope I've got this correct. A handicapped permit is meant for handicapped people only. You are not handicapped. You should be ashamed. person can't spell. You yeah. should be ashamed of yourself for taking a handicapped spot simply because you are lazy. Shame, shame. So yeah, you get that this. Was the right note. Yeah. So you, so you get this note, and there's no way that you can respond because the person has simply written the note, placed it under your windshield wiper, and left. Yeah. I was more shocked at the fact that that person had seen me walking. They had ample opportunity to come up and ask if I was legally and legitimately using that space. And I would have had no problem discussing my scenario with them if they were interested in listening. But they instead cowered and wrote a, uh, wrote a letter anonymously. And actually one of the posts online said it perfectly. If you're not willing to sign your name to that note, your opinion goes out the window. Exactly. If you're going to if you're going to criticize, clearly that person saw you get out of your vehicle. Mm -hmm. Clearly that person assessed the situation as being one where you were fine. You didn't need the handicapped space because you looked fine. You got out fine. You walked away fine. And that is the time the person, if they're going to cause 
uh, create a, uh, a situation, if they're going to offer comment, that's the time they make the comment and to you face-to-face. Yes, exactly. How often does this happen to you? Not often. It's it seldomly happens, but when it does, it's never been a letter left, an anonymous note like that. It's always been somebody up to my face asking personally, and it's more of a discussion that takes place. I never, you know, go irate, or if an irate person approaches me, I stand there and wait to diffuse the situation, but... It's seldom, but it shouldn't happen at all. And that's that's the case here is it needs to stop. People need to realize that not every disability is visible. You have things like Crohn's disease, um, lupus, Lou Gehrig's, like all these things slowly progress, but they're not visible every day and every moment. But I could be looking fine walking into the mall. I might not look fine walking out of the mall. And that's that's the problem there. So tell us, please, what the symptoms of multiple sclerosis can be. Well, it can be um, weakness, um, fatigue, so constantly tired, um, numbness, uh, pain, um, involuntary muscle spasms. You can have paralyzation from it. It's a snowflake disease, so not one MS patient is the same as another MS patient because it all depends on where the scar tissue has happened throughout the progression of the disease itself. So you could be reasonably mobile, walking reasonably normally, um, at five minutes past the hour, and by 20 past the hour, the condition could cause for you a situation where nobody would question why you parked in a handicapped space because you'd be walking in a manner that the multiple sclerosis forces you to walk at that particular time. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an unpredictable one too, that's for sure. You said uh, a couple of minutes ago that that you have been confronted by irate people. Not often, but it has happened. Mm -hmm. What do these people say to you? Do they ever ask? Do they ask if if you have a condition no, those are the people. Those are the people that assume that I'm using my grandmother's tag or that I've illegally purchased one, and just they go off. But in the end, I explain like it is my handicap permit. No, I don't need to show you the back of it. Uh, that would be something an officer would do. And if you do feel like I'm abusing it, I'm more than willing to stand and wait for a police officer to come and check for you. By that point, you're offering to show them pretty much and they leave you alone. But you don't need to do that. No, and you nobody should need, need to, to do that. that. The we people assume the worst. They assume mm-hmm. the worst. I, I can only imagine how you feel because you're you're living with the with the condition with the with the uh, with the illness, with the disease. That's enough of a challenge to live with. You're just twenty nine years of age. You're a young person. You have your life ahead of you. You're going to have to battle this challenge, mm-hmm. um, and and you're willing to do that. And you were given a handy, were assigned a handicapped parking permit because you need it. And so, to the people who, who, and to that person, I, I you know, it's quite possible the person listening, the person who wrote the note, would be listening. I, I have a question for that person: Who appointed you guardian of handicapped parking? So my word to you is butt out. You have no idea what a person's health challenge may or may not be. If you want the job of bylaw officer, apply for it. Otherwise, keep your pencil and self-righteous notes to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. I agree with you 100%. I just don't want anybody else to have that happen to them again. That's why I was so happy that it did go viral the way it is so that you see the response of the general public does understand that there is invisibility visible disabilities out there and were willing to repost and stick up for someone they didn't even know. So in the end, I look at it as a big positive in my life because it made me be able to be a spokesperson for so many other people out there that are scared to get their handicap permit because they don't want to be shamed the way that I was supposed to be shamed. May I read a few lines from the uh, Sun News article? Sure. All right. I, I want... I want people to listen to this, please. Those of you who are instantly ready to write an editorial note and leave it on the windshield of someone you assume should not be parking in a handicapped space. The story says the most frustrating thing for Anita was the use of the word lazy. Quote, if I were lazy, I'd have been put in a wheelchair three years ago and had given up. Instead, I went to the Hotel Dieu Schaber. I had intense physiotherapy. I taught myself how to walk and think again. The disease has affected every aspect of Anita's life. She had to sell her investment of the pizzeria she owned with her sister because she was not able to work in the heat. She switched careers altogether from culinary to retail. The note came a day before her first shift at Walmart. This isn't the first time Anita has had this problem. She had a similar experience outside Foodland in Thorold, that's in Ontario, I was getting into my car and an older gentleman parked next to the handicapped parking spot started yelling at me about how I'm using my grandma's parking permit and I should be ashamed of myself. She said, luckily, a uniformed police officer was able to defuse the situation. And so here you are. You've battled and you've battled that illness. Mm -hmm. You've battled it hard. And, and And my hat's off to you. I guess I guess I did a very good job fighting my illness because I apparently don't look handicapped anymore. No. <laughs> I take it as a compliment because if they had seen me two years ago, there would have been no question. <laughs> Three years ago, you could have given up. Yeah, and I didn't because I have so much more to give to the world in walking state. And I'm not saying anybody who's in a wheelchair from MS has given up in that sense either because, like I said, every situation is different with every patient just with mine we did have the possibility of sending me to rehabilitate those muscles that were starting to deteriorate i just wanted to talk to you today i wanted people to hear your voice on this program i want people to know you what your situation is that you're a battler that you're a fighter that you're not giving up that you've had opportunity to uh, to just let the disease take over your life, and you've decided no. You had to make major changes in the rest of your life uh, with the multiple sclerosis, but but you're you're fighting it, and, and you're doing amazingly well. So, Anita, well done, and thank you for taking the time to join us, and we're all on your side. Awesome. Thank you very much. You have a great day, Roy. You, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Anita Prantera from St. Catharines, Ontario. So... If I were lazy, I would have been put in a wheelchair three years ago and have given up. Instead, I went to the Hotel Dieu Shaver. I had intense physiotherapy. I taught myself how to walk and think again. The disease has affected every aspect of Anita's life. She had to sell her investment of the pizzeria she owned with her sister because she was not able to work in the heat. She switched careers altogether from culinary to retail. The note came a day before her first shift at Walmart. 
And this uh, self-appointed bylaw officer wrote, a handicap permit is meant for handicap people. Um, Only you are not handicap. You should be A-S-S-A-M-E-D of yourself for taking a handicap spot simply because you are lazy. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. On the writer, my number is 888-225-8255, 888-225-8255, or 416-870-6400. Again, as I said earlier, to the person who left the note on Anita's windshield, who appointed you the guardian of handicapped parking? Butt out. You have no idea what a person's health challenges may or may not be. You want the job of bylaw officer? Apply for it. In the interim, stick your pencil You finished the sentence, but it's dark there. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. My numbers. Anybody else who's... Anybody else go through this? Has anyone else with a handicap parking permit who appears to be physically capable of parking elsewhere been uh, reprimanded by the self-righteous. And what's your view of them? Maybe there are people who are going to say, well, look, you know, the person just saw what they assumed was the space being not used properly, and there's nothing wrong with what they did. There is, but maybe you feel there isn't. Call me, 888-225-8255-416-870-6400, and we're coming right back. (laughs) 